This is Michael. I'm joined with Roll, and we have another episode of The Theory of Conspiracy for you today. Today, we are going to be talking about the Galactic Federation and beginning getting into the details of what that organization is and the different types of aliens that are involved with that federation. But before we get into that, there is a lot of UFO news going on in the world right now in the past couple of weeks. And uh, let's just talk about that first, because that's what kind of inspired this episode. So, Rolando, how are you today? And tell us a little bit about the news, the current events and the alien situation that's happening in the media right now. Yeah, I'm doing well. So, yeah, like we were saying, it's a good time to be a podcast host of a conspiracy theorist podcast. It's uh, because there's ample news coming all the time. We don't even have to go 40, 50 years back to find topics any longer. We can just go to today's headlines. So there's been a very recent one. So right now we're we're, we're recording this podcast in the middle of June here. Uh, something that just hit the news. It was an event that happened at the end of April, April 30th. There was an alleged encounter in Las Vegas. Uh, what's, what's interesting is that there's actual footage of at least the lights in the sky. So uh, first it was reported as a streak in the sky or meteor uh, through a neighborhood in Las Vegas. This was actually captured on uh, a body cam footage from a, from police uh, police officers are driving through Las Vegas streets. It's captured on different like ring, uh, the doorbell cams, things are there. So we've seen that event, something that hit down somewhere in the neighborhood. Now a family, and they're, they're a Latino family, they allege that the the object struck their backyard they went to the backyard to investigate it and that it was crazy so this is what they described they said when they look in the vicinity of the crash or the yard there that everything looked blurred just the the area there they would not their vision they would look somewhere else and it would look normal they look in the the uh look in the backyard the vision was blurred in, now, in the look, general in the general direction of where yeah. the accident was supposed supposedly happened yeah, and they said they saw two figures that were like eight feet tall, so not your little grade guys, but two figures, and that these guys sort of ran. They like there was like bulldozers, there was like caterpillar caterpillar equipment and things like that. That these these guys like ran around the yard. At one point, they were on top of it, they were in it. Uh, they alleged as when they were filming it, they were on the rooftop at some point. Uh, there's some people that said, "Hey, there's like a family," and they've. Where's all the footage at? You know, they, they should have the cell phone cameras. So I don't know about that. But it is interesting that they sort of stand behind that. And there there is there is footage of the they swear uh, up and down that there was a, that there was aliens in their backyard. Yeah. Yeah. They said that there's men in black that would that have been visiting them before and after. So there's some interesting things to that. And there's some people that think that, you know, it's, it's genuine. But, yeah, you don't have. We don't know where the figures went. Well, have you, have you seen the footage of that? Because I've actually seen the footage of them like in their backyard, and that was all over TikTok and yeah, and Instagram and stuff like that. So I don't know if there's new footage, but I saw where they were like they're in the bulldozer and they're highlighting, and it's like yeah, I, I don't see it, but uh, I, I didn't see a thing. I okay. didn't I didn't see yeah. a thing when I saw it, and they're like uh, it, it looked like it's like it's over there. That was like the you could tell it was the dad or something, and the mm -hmm. wife was video videotaping or not videotaping but you know videoing on on her phone hmm. and uh it just i didn't see a thing but they swear up and down that that's that's what happened you know what i mean yeah so it's getting so. some mainstream news uh the other one was uh there was a whistleblower uh coming out in front of the uh, i guess the house of representatives are gonna ho hold a committee uh, meeting on it if they haven't already but there was some whistleblowers saying that and it's not anything new we've had whistleblowers since for a long time but that there have indeed been 
crashed alien disc that we have been reverse engineering their technology did not have any evidence to that as of yet but they're just stating that that is indeed what's going on that there is things either been shot out or being crashed down and that we are working on their tech there and they're reverse engineering it for our military or whatever yeah yeah reverse engineering it there and you know so Something that's been talked about for a long time, you know, like with the the Area 51 uh, rumors and things like that, that uh, Bob Lazar was one of the first ones. That that was probably in the 80s or early 90s. So it's, you know, nothing new, new, but something we're now with this whole UAP phenomenon. and Well, Bob Lazar actually came out and he actually had a huge meeting with a a bunch of uh, people that are... uh, I guess let's just call them supporters of, of the movement, the UFO movement mm-hmm. and uh, ex ex military on there. Um, ex police, you know, there's a bunch of, uh, there's a bunch of people that were on that panel with him. And that just recently happened in the past month as well, where he was saying that, uh, you know, that these yeah. alien species were coming in peace. And maybe you can talk a little bit about it on that. Yeah, that is probably the disclosure project that that everyone is sort of yeah getting people scientists and everyone that that has had encounters or can add something to the argument that there's something out there something being suppressed and things like that so very interesting times we'll see if there's sometimes with these stories you know in the beginning of the year we had the 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 uh weather balloon that was shot down followed by all these other weird objects that were shot down and we talked about, are we going to hear about it again? I think we both bet that we probably will not hear anything about it. I haven't. We've not. I haven't. Yeah. Yeah. It's just no, sort no. of. So it was interesting. It was like, uh, at least we got that blurb that made the news, you know. Right. Right. It, it's then, like, yeah, it reminds it me of like, like a tea kettle, right? You take it off the stove for a little bit and then yeah. you put it back on. It's not whistling as much, you know, but it's uh, it, it is it is strange times. But that was relevant because we are going to be talking about the Galactic Federation today. And um I'm just going to give you a brief overview of what the Galactic Federation is. The Federation is said to be an alliance of extraterrestrial civilizations within the Milky Way. All right. So this interdimensional council was introduced by Sheldon Niddle. He is the founder of the Ground Crew Project. All right. And the Ground Crew Project, just some back history on that, started in the 1980s. It had uh, a stronghold in California and Hawaii and gained growth in the mid-90s after Sheldon began to upload on the internet his channeling sessions with these extraterrestrials. So basically, he was saying that through meditation and through um, his uh, channeling abilities, he was able to communicate telepathically with these different alien beings, and they basically gave him a history of, a galactic history of where we all come from and why the earth is an important uh, piece of that um, that history and and that future. Is this tied to the Space Brothers movement of like the 60s? Yeah, it's it's loosely tied to the state the Space Brothers uh, movement in the 60s. And can you talk a little bit about the Space Brother movement in the 60s? Yeah. To bring us up to date on that? Well, I, I think just with different cultural movements happening, peace, love, and things like that, uh, there before they were so in the 40s and 50s seem to have a lot of flying saucers uh flying saucer activity things like that there's some people that were alleging that they were in communication with the, with these uh these 
these things in the sky and that they were a lot of times they were described as Nordics, the more human-esque versus the uh, greys that would come in the later decades or so. But that, yeah, they come in peace. They want us to disarm. They want us to not go to war, that the, the war is what, what, bring, what brought them here because they don't want us to kill, kill themselves. Uh, there was some... I'd have to think of his name. There was one the, that the idea being that that like the, the the earth is basically like the center stage for like the spiritual, uh, you know, collective that the, all the aliens share. That that's kind of like the the idea of that. Is that is that what they had in the sixties? Like the like the, with the new age uh, space brother stuff. Yeah, yeah. So okay. yeah, so side into that. The next movement ushering in that that age of Aquarius, if you will, or that next stage of evolution. So it was, it was an early idea of of what you know you're you're speaking on now. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean that 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 seems like it lines up pretty well with it. Um, the ground crew project um, has has actually like kind of taken off and has become like its own UFO religion, and um, you you see ties to it in the the modern New Age movement, where like people talk about source and you know you have tarot involved and you have astrology um also interconnected with it and and, and their argument is, is that the source of of all of this is like a collective source of uh energy that basically you know fuels these different alien species including us so uh the religion aims to prepare people for a large-scale introduction between earth and the federation and to rein in a new era where the earth itself will transcend into a higher dimension frequency of like love and compassion. And that's, that's really what the, the battle's about is for like the, for the human species to transcend into the next stage of evolution is, is what it's kind of angling at. What are your thoughts on that before we start getting into like the alien breakdown and, and what types of aliens are in the galactic federation supposedly? Yeah, it's definitely interesting. Uh, going on to the Space Brothers stuff. So if the people want to research a person named George Adamski, I believe he was a P Polish man or <clears throat> Polish uh, Polish born. He in the in the fifties or so, he he would he had these very convincing at the time UFOs, and they're interesting. They're very much of that like saucer, almost too saucery. Mm -hmm. uh, they've since been concluded that they're more so elaborate hoax but at the time they were like wow and he was saying that he was channeling them he was a big part of the space brothers that, he, that he's talking to them he can kind of uh you know hey i need to take some photos today and zoom and they would hey george yeah ready for our close-ups and stuff um but i think overall what you're saying with the sort of leveling up the human uh consciousness or evolution it's something that it's tied to so many things. You know, you can tie it to Scientology. Sure. You can tie it to the the ancient alien theories now that they've had a hand, that they haven't just been with us now. They've been with us since the beginning and may have been responsible for a beginning. Something we, we talked about in some say, they, some say they never left, right? Yeah, some say they, they never left. You know, there's so many, even the UAP, UAP stuff that uh, that the government, the, the um, pretty valid looking photos or, or videos of that they're not going into space they're going in our water so it's like oh so that's a whole other dimension are they here and they're just going underwater are they like cats who are in your house but they're going to go under your couch now because that's their, their hiding spots or something so bring it full circle me and mike just happened to get kitties in the same weekend yeah we didn't even talk about we didn't it. even know we just hey i got a new kitty well i got a new kitty too what well, kitty brothers kitty fathers yeah, kitty fathers um, yeah, we should bring them to the podcast. Yeah, we should. What's what's your uh, what's your cast name again? 
Phoenix. And what does it what does it look like? It's a little orange furball. She's so tiny and she's so cute. <laughs> and we call cool. her Fifi for short. Fifi for short. I have a little black guy, and it's a it's a fella, and his name's Ghost. Ghost, nice. So Phoenix little, and Ghost is pretty. Those are pretty good names. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, they're interesting yeah. names. Yeah. Um, so with, with this, so the the ancient alien uh, agenda there about about leveling up people. Something we talked about in the Roswell episode was was all these goofy aliens that come here. Right, they're so smart. They get the black holes. They get get through everything there with all their fuel intact. But then they just crash in our deserts. They crash around the world. We we're talking about what if that if that's intentional? So uh, you know the reverse engineering. That what if they're like, yeah, we're trying to get you guys to our level. So there's there's that idea, right? That that sure. And even later, even I would later, say even more like the UFO people nowadays. That if you go on these panels, they always say that like. If they wanted to take care of us, if they if they were coming with aggression, they could have they were done coming it to invade us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. If they wanted to kill us, we'd be smithereens there. Uh, but then even this this whole leveling up uh, in the the Space Brothers, I'd say it was more 60s, 70s. Later on, we get into the 80s and 90s where the Greys are abducting us and things like that. And you get into the the hybridization programs where they're creating uh, you know kids and you know putting implants in us, and that's sort of dies into the agenda of there may be doing something to us to evolve us so yeah so there's there's that whole precedent for it that goes all over the place and so just want to you know yeah and even like if in, even if you like uh travis walton friend we'll talk a little bit about this in the in the future but like when i went to the uh 60th anniversary of the roswell crash he was one of the there's so many people on the panel but he was one of them and he he said you know at first um when i wrote fire in the sky i thought they were you know malicious but now as i have come in contact them with them mm -hmm. you know after that uh time and time again just uh, he doesn't think they have malicious intent he thinks that they have you know good intentions for us and to try to evolve us and that's you time and time again you hear these people that have been around this and their stories have changed over the years from like being scared to being like open and more receiving accepting. and more accepting to yeah. like the idea that Oh yeah, they did this for a reason, and the the greater purpose for what why they're here is for for good. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's you kind of hear that time and time again. But anyway, okay. well, did you get, did you go to Roswell in seventeen or 07? Oh, 17. Okay, so it would in seventy years, just seventy so, years, seventy just years. Okay, yeah. just, just a it was, it was the, Thank you very much. Um, yeah, no, it was seventy years. It was the first uh, time that they had opened up the crash site. And uh, they they allowed us to go. It was on farmland, so you had to like shuttle out there from from Roswell, and then uh, and then you and then you shuttled back because it technically wasn't in Roswell. I don't. It was. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was in. Uh, was it Corona? Yeah, yeah. Corona and was so, the actual. Yeah. So the people, the farm owners that own that land now, you know, they're sitting on a gold mine because they allowed mm -hmm. them to reopen it and have visits with uh, just the normal people. It's kind of crazy that in four years we'll be at the 80th anniversary of Roswell, New Mexico. No, it's almost, not, isn't it? Uh, almost 100 years of crashing from aliens, and we still don't know much about it. Now, I think what we're going to talk about, what I'm excited about this Galactic Federation is alluding to various uh, species or races and types of aliens and things like that. Yeah. So I think, yeah, it, you know, you can't generalize anyone. You can, you know, like if you make generalizations on a whole continent, you're like, Asian people? Like, well, what do you mean by Asian people? That's a huge right. country there's billions of people made of that's, various that's countries that are countries that are themselves not unified on any one so you you know you, it's hard to generalize just 
any subsection of the American or uh, the uh, human species. So then you have aliens. You could have greys, you know, groups within greys that have their own agendas if they exist. You can have, you know, reptilians that are, I'm I'm actually a vegetarian. And, you know, right. and uh, don't don't even get me started on, on the space jellyfish. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, we have to have an episode. Uh, I'll hit on that. Yeah. So but, I, I think, uh, uh, yeah, I, I think they... If they all exist, there may be different agendas out there for what they want from us. If they even care, if they even want anything from us, right? They just might just be curious and like, oh, these these guys are becoming high enough forms of we have to deal with them at some point. We're going to run into them at some point. So, what what are we dealing? What are we dealing with with these? Yeah, we may be a, a tourist town in the middle of nowhere. They just came by to take some gasoline, maybe buy a keychain, but they'll never think about us or see us again. Just like any random, you know, tourist town we've passed up on our road trip, sure. to somewhere else, you know. I, get, I hear you. Or there might be some memorable places on Earth, but the other ones are just like... Sometimes oh, we, they, sometimes I mean, they fall in just, love. Yeah, hey, yeah, I, yeah. Didn't, I didn't plan to fall in love in the middle of nowhere, but hey, baby, uh, <laughs> I may leave a baby with you. Or <laughs> and that's how and that's how hybrids babies are made. That's how hybrid babies are made. Well, you know, that's that gets into the Zeta uh, reptilians. Let's do it. And and because uh, those are the ones that are making the hybrid babies. And those are those are the grays. Those are the gray aliens. Okay. And um, what I've what I've read on this is that they're humanoids. Um, the majority of them stand between three and a half feet tall, but uh, there have been sightings of them as tall as seven. And that comes recently because I think that family said that it was Las like Vegas. a tradition. Yeah, they said it was traditionally like a traditionally looking like alien with the, with, the, with the yeah with the almond eyes and the gray mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And they were seven feet tall. So. Even within those subgroups, um, they they um, there's different sizes and stuff like that. Uh, they are basically uh, the Greys are said to be worker aliens, and they are mainly working for the Anunnaki. Is from my understanding. There's different sources on that, but the Anunnaki aliens are the ones that were worshipped in ancient Sumeria as gods. And um, they've been known to make uh, slave races. And that's said that they were trying to enslave our race as well um, and use us as uh, farmers for their intergalactic travel and whatnot. And some say they haven't left. Some say that the Anunnaki are still running the fucking show. So, but uh, the greys is, uh, I got off on a tangent, but the greys are the one that you traditionally see. Um, you know, that's the iconic olive eyes, uh, olive head if you would it's got a large dome on the top and his chin or her chin gets really uh, slender what do you know about the grays and what are your, what are your thoughts on the grays before we move on yeah so grays have really they've become the the sort of mainstream alien you know sort of archetype that we think of um you know there's always like oh little green men and all that and they they became grays i guess I want to say Betty and Barney Hill uh, maybe popularized it. They were they were like the the first big abduction case. It was an interracial couple uh, had missing time while going on a, on a road trip, and then you know recanted this whole story of of a, of a disc blocking their way, uh, torturous medical experiments, these sort of um, descriptions, and then and then through like uh, you know rec- hypnosis and and memory recovery a lot of people started you know stating the same thing so that's sort of become part of part of the consciousness and and yeah there's um it's interesting as it evolves you know we've yeah we the grays have sort of been that man, main alien they've also been stories where they may have be, they may be more androidish they may not actually be a, 
biological sort of thing. And there's ideas. There are people who've witnessed them um, alongside other types of aliens, um, taller aliens, reptilian aliens, government officials, um, some so. I, it's, like it's they're, they're, they're almost like the chauffeurs of the other of the Galactic Federation. They like, seem to be. Yeah, they yeah, seem to but, be. Yeah. As, as the idea has evolved, they've gone from sort of the main guys to more of it like a worker ant sort of where it's, you know, they they, they may not kinda, actually they, be and, and you alive see in different different races as we go through this. You know what I mean? There's not, you know, one any type of alien. It, the more you go into this, I just want to take a second here to talk about how much more difficult this has been to research this in recent years being like the last couple of weeks for me for this topic because before it was you know at your fingertips you just google different types of aliens in the galactic federation and like a whole list where where they uh where they're from what star system they're from used to be available and now you can't really find it anywhere so i had to go to uh was it duck duck go yeah. To, to find anything similar to what I used to be able to find on the internet when I was really deep into this stuff. That's and where I go for my off the grid research when I <laughs> want something different or yeah, just because Google, yeah, I find it's not. Uh, yeah, it's all, all stuff. I think I did the Galactic Federation and the only story I saw was uh, uh, ex Israel, you know, prime minister or not prime minister, or secretary of defense um, comes out and says that there's a Galactic Federation and that's all. And then there's no information about it. Like there's no. Inter, you know other right. than that it exists or he says he claims it exists and whatnot so it's like researching pizzagate all over again I, you know what man it it's just so getting hard. harder and harder to be a conspiracy theorist it's hard to be a whack job yeah oh. it is damn dude for real damn dude for real we need to take off these foil hats maybe it's interfering with our internet signal and just uh totally mm. download into our brains man yep um so after the grays we get into the nordics right and uh there's different subgroups within the Nordics and there's different ideas. Of course, you know, everyone has a different uh, explanation even for, you know, we can't agree on anything. We're not going to agree on what type of alien species are different from each other, you know, when we can't even agree <laughs> on, on Earth, you know, <laughs> how we should run our society. So when we're explaining others, it gets a little wild. But um, the main one out of there is um, the Pleiadians. Is that how you pronounce that? The Pleiadians? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, the Pleiadians. And those are like the Nordic blue-eyed blonde hair, look like human beings, um, slightly taller, like between like 6'3 and like 7 foot is usually... They're like the talking. Asgardians. They're like Thor. Yeah, and, like Thors and stuff like yeah. that. And that's... Uh, or and Sweden, I, Swedes or something. What I've, what I've seen is that the, uh, the Pleiadians or the Nordic aliens, um, they have a different name now. They're going by... The Plaharans, the Plaharans, that's another name for them now. Mm -hmm. um, and like I said, Nordic like, like the Thors. Um, and they are of service to the human people. They are a very empathetic race of aliens that are here to help us transition into this next um, upgrade, if you will, and from the third dimension into the fourth dimension and eventually into the fifth dimension. And they uh, view Earth as um, like the the centerpiece of of what can happen in this uh, in this solar system in this Milky Way um, in this galaxy. So they they're thinking that Earth plays a larger role in this galaxy than we can even know, and that's the the mythos behind about behind the Pleiadians. They're here to help guide us. Now we've known about the Pleiadians for 
a long time. I would say even before it became uh, on the internet, we had a friend that showed us uh, an old VHS cassette tape on this. And so we've, we've known about this for a long time. And uh, just, it was kind of, uh, do you remember that? Do you remember that VHS cassette tape? No. Oh, well. Was I there? Was I in the room? Maybe. maybe. I mean, I, I you, all, you all blur together to me, but uh, yeah. Yeah, it, sure it, it was. It's, um, yeah, it so was, like, John showed us that. You don't remember that? A conspiracy, no, yeah, uh, yeah, the whole uh, VHS, like conspiracy. Was it as well? Because it was it called the Space Brothers, like because they're yeah, they no, were it was called the, Ple the Pleiadian connection, the Pleiadian. Oh, Pleiadian. Okay, okay, I can see yeah. that. So, yeah. but basically, so, it just follows. Yeah, yeah they get that red reference. I think uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers drops them in space from the Pleiades or something like that, and uh, okay. uh, the Tall Whites, the Venusians. That was the next one, and the the Tall Whites were also they get confused. They're in the Nordic category as well, and that's on my list as well. And they uh, they continue to grow as they evolve, so they just don't yeah. stop growing. So they just they can get upwards of like nine feet tall over centuries yeah. and whatnot, and uh, they're just pale white, blonde hair, blue eyes. Um, they wear white uniforms, so they call them the tall whites. And uh, some say that they are Pleiadians, and some say that they're a sub a subgroup. Um, yeah. The the place that I saw is that uh, both again were slave races of the Anunnaki, and the Pleiadians kind of broke away from that and uh, and started their own race. And then the the tall whites are looking for guidance from the Pleiadians to uh, yeah. separate themselves from the the Anunnaki. Well, that's not the only thing they're looking for. What are they looking for? You tell me. Some American, or as you say, human cock. Yeah. So, I, so you know, I was. They always count on me to bring the sex appeal into the show. So let's. So it's not just the grays that are involved with you know extracting you know semen and eggs out of bodies. The the Pleiadians like to do it, but they like to do it the old-fashioned way. So there are some stories. Um, I guess they're pretty convincing stories because there's evidence left behind. But there's a like and, like the Monica Lewinsky dress or <laughs> what kind of evidence are we talking about here? Uh, not that kind of evidence, but okay. uh, to to that extent. But it's the wrong gender, I guess. So there's a, a 1992 encounter with a Peter Curie, who 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 alleged that he had a strange encounter with two alien beings, and he describes them as being this sort of Nordic blonde hair. So that he was in bed, and ball chicka wow wow they they. You know, they 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 made him do the business and got it out of him. Okay. Um, so, two of them. The, yeah, right. Lucky bastard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and there, you know, there's a. Uh, it's an interesting photo uh, or, a, or artist rendition. It's like blonde hair, almost like Pamela Anderson esque hair, uh, almost Pamela Anderson esque boobs uh, with the <laughs> sort of. Uh, it looks almost like a gray with uh, like some plastic surgery where it's like, oh, some lips and, uh, <laughs> you know, the like, Asian type eyes. And you're like, I, I, I do that. I hit it. Two of them. Yeah. In the darkness, uh, even more so. But uh, <laughs> so with, with him, you know, he alleged this, but they, they actually found uh, strands of blonde hair uh, from that uh, alleged sexual encounter. And I guess what made it more believable is it was analyzed and the DNA said that it came from a very uh rare chinese race that doesn't really even exist any longer so and then you can go into the whole you know okay. dragon mythology of what seeded the i mean which basically seeded all all the races here but uh chinese uh asian races are very interesting in that um but yeah bang chicka wow wow sexual go, feelings there yeah, it is, so man. yeah nordics like to they like they, to they, get down 
they, yeah, they like to get down and they, uh, they're, they're nice about it. They're not like the grays apparently. So, but the big one, the big one right I, now, I don't know. I don't know if he had it. I don't know if they asked him what's up. They, they, they asked him for his consent. I think they just like, <laughs> I think he just woke up and was like, this is a dream. Like it's, uh, yeah. it's, it is for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's all, it's a lifelong wild, dream. <laughs> That's wild, dude. That is wild. Yeah. Uh, so the other ones, and there's uh, different beliefs on on these next two right here, right? We have the reptilian aliens. Another very common type of alien is the reptilians who are tall and have scales and are humanoid bodies, have a humanoid body structure. These aliens would have web feet and look more or less like a reptile when you see them for the first time. But there's also um, information out there that says that these uh, reptiles have a technology or it's like a power where they can cloak themselves and, and kind of shape shift. They're like almost like chameleons. So they can look yeah. more human. And the, even though it's not their natural state of being, they can, they can really kind of represent themselves in the human population without being detected. And um, this comes uh, from the alpha draconians as well. It's another uh, reptile esque thing and they are not part of the federation um the most corrupt hostile and vicious type of aliens are the alpha draconian these aliens are believed to have come from the alpha draconians and uh are characterized by giant reptilian features these aliens are about 14 to 22 feet tall and weigh approximately 1800 pounds or more they believe themselves to be the rightful owners of the humans who are lesser evolved beings as per their standards that they are so superior to us that they have the right to conquer us and in this story um there is the galactic federation and then there is um there are alpha draconians that have joined there but there's different you know factions as well like there's outliers that still believe that the human race is meant to be dominated and to be taken over and used as slaves so they're the essential bad guys. They're the essential bad. They guys. they weigh how much? You said they're like eighteen hundred pounds a piece. They're bad? yeah, fourteen to twenty two feet tall. Um, oh wow, eighteen hundred pounds um, or more. And they are. I mean, they're kind of like reptilian insect. They have like an ectoskeleton kind of feel okay. to them. So I that's uh, by all accounts that I've seen, they're the they're the bad they're the bad ones. Yeah so interesting but there are some in the federation so there are you know i mean there's like you said there's yeah in, in every different group there might be some that are good there's might be some that are bad and that's uh kind of where we're at so what do you what do you know about reptilians man tell me about the reptilians bro so the reptilians so if you look at our our popular culture right like little green men you know they're sort of the big green men but they're a lot of times in those science fiction uh, old movies there they're very much the bad guy you know we talked about they live uh you know one of our last episodes they're sort of reptilian like uh v uh, and then there's a conspiracy theory that's sort of out there david ike and uh, maybe the q stuff side to it but that the the elites the blue bloods that the the reason for them just being not just greedy but sort of malicious in in the whole wanting to pollute our planet war is because they're reptilians on the inside and they feed off of this thing and that they're pretty much in charge you know they 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 are in charge of the 
different countries, different political groups that they're they've infiltrated all of that very much. They live like in that they're the they're they the, live being the film that we talked about last week. Or, yeah, yeah, that week, that, so. that every that our, our news is push, pushing lies. That there's a uh, a subliminal messaging behind that. That there's just basically a fog in in front of our reality here, and that they're the suppressors of technology and us reaching our, our, you know, harmonic, you know, frequencies to evolve and things like that. So that's what that is. And, you know, if you, uh, some people are like, yeah, that very much makes sense because there is a, there's not just greed. There's some sort of maliciousness in the world that sort of permeates everything and reptilians sure fits the bill. And there's some people like that's insane. There's not shape shifting reptilians that are our right. presidents and our Queens and Kings and our journalists and things like that. But that's, uh, that's one of those, Oh, on the ultimate conspiracy theory list, you know, the final boss, that's one yeah. that's, you know, the reptilians are up there as a final boss esque conspiracy theory. Got it. Yeah. And and that's, and that's really kind of what I've seen. And like, while I was researching these is that, yeah, there are some, according to the story, of course, there are some that are in the Federation, but as a whole, there's a lot of groups that still yeah. not they, agree they, with they the doctor. The yeah. So there's, yeah. They're, they're the and, and that's, and that could be funny where if there is a galactic federation, they're all about love and harmony working together. And then the earth is like very much like, yeah, we're secretly enslaved by the reptilians and the greys are trying to break through and these other guys too, but man, so right. an interesting sort of a dissonance there. And then uh, the next one are the blue aliens called the Syrian aliens. And the Syrians are those types of aliens that in spite of having humanoid structure prefer to live around in the water. So they're like the Atlanteans almost like they were. Okay. Uh, they, so they would have like an Island. These aquatic aliens are mostly found in oceans and in lakes where there is huge depth. They are known to have come from the B star system. So they do live here on the planet. Um, some say this is where the myth mythology of mermaids comes from in the underground civilization, like Aquaman stuff like that. If you wanted to bring it to like mainstream media and some pop culture and stuff like that, that the Sumerians are on earth, but they're from a different star system. They've come here thousands of years ago. Um, when Atlantis, uh, was taken, uh, into the depths of the sea, they were a water, they were a water, uh, alien type, but they lived on land and in water. And Atlantis was like the pinnacle of technology on our planet at one point. And, there was different races of aliens there, and this was one of them. So aliens, so the Atlantis went under the water, and they were like, you know what, this actually works yeah, this, out this, well this, for us. This, this isn't this even fine. that. This isn't that. Bad. We're just gonna stay put. We're gonna stay right here. We're, we that's, don't need. We don't need snorkels. We're fine. We're, that's this is good. very convenient. That's uh right. That's kind of funny. Or you like uh, you know, tornado sweeps a tree through your house, and you're like, actually. Actually, I like that. I'm I'm yeah, actually a tree I like, I, I like species this nature person. decor. I like this nature decor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I lived in houses for like a long time, but I actually I was just waiting for this to happen. So this actually works out well for me. So screw you, uh, right. you knocky gods or whatever. Yeah, That's you, very yeah, it's very like, convenient. Blue yeah. aliens. <laughs> it's like it's like the Anunnaki's didn't do their research. They're like, oh fuck, they love the water. <laughs> it's actually, it's actually, I'm actually way stronger in the water. I'm like, right. I'm like Aquaman. You, yeah, you, yeah, you fucked up, man. You now, fucked now, up. You, yeah, you, you, now we're underwater. This is where we wanted to be. This was just a step. Our, our civilization above ground was a stepping step. Yep. 
mind fucked you guys. Yep. <laughs> thanks for doing I, a job. Thanks for doing a job for us, you assholes. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, that's. I've never really heard about the blue aliens here, so it's uh it's cool. I mean, I've I've know the the sort of uh mythology, you know, the the uh the mermen or even like the Atlanteans or the uh, uh I haven't seen the most recent Black Panther, but I'm aware of like the you know the uh, Namar and turning Latino and sure being bluish. Uh, so it's interesting. I, I can't really add much on to that though. Yeah, and the thing is too is that there's there's uh, other. Uh, theories that the Atlanteans were their own race as well. So again, these are these are conflicting theories. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure if any of this is true, it's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, right? Because you just have re- remnants of of the of the history. Even though, you know, if you're a federation and you have like the galactic, uh, you know, let's say uh, Dewey Decimal System, you can bring up anything that you want at any point. But you know, for for our purposes right now, we're, we're not we're not on that. We're not. We're not 7G. We're on 5G still here. I mean, my gotcha. Verizon plan doesn't go to 7G yet. So when it does, we'll have more information on the Atlantis uh, situation and if this is true or not. Nice. But the, uh, the Ak- Anunnaki, this is the one, all right? These are the ancient Sumerians used to worship by the An- Anunnaki. I'm sorry. Papa, mama. Papa, mama. The ancient Sumerians used to worship the Anunnaki as their god. The Anunnaki is nothing but aliens that had visited the planet around a thousand years ago with the intention of enslaving humans to carry out farm work for, with them. The Anunnaki aliens look exactly like humans. That's convenient. But they are slightly larger than the aliens, uh, the aliens with the average height of eight to nine feet. These aliens are believed to have come from Nibiru, the 12th planet in our solar system, which lies beyond Pluto and is yet to be discovered. So the Anunnaki, all right, where I'm, yeah. yeah. So I, I actually, I like the mythology behind the Anunnaki and I love the ancient Sumerian stuff and I love ancient astronauts and ancient aliens Mm -hmm. and the chariots of the gods. All those books are fantastic. If you haven't read the chariots of the God, that's a good Mm interlude into all of this Mm -hmm. uh, for the listener. I know you read it. But uh, yeah, the Anunnaki is a big part of that. So let's let's talk about the Anunnaki, and I'm going to tell you what I like about the Anunnaki and what I like kind of like if if uh, what I'd like to believe about the Anunnaki, and then I'm going to tell you about how this little article that I just read off of really kind of just kind of really debunks it, and it's kind of stupid. The 12th planet of 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 uh, Nibiru, Nibiru, Nibiru. Uh-huh. and we haven't found it yet. It's like, come on, man, like. <laughs> we're what what are we do we have the satellites or don't we have the satellites like which one is it you know what i mean mm-hmm. like we we can see other galaxies but we can't see stuff in our own solar system like get out of here that that's my whole thing so i think it's flawed is what i'm yeah. saying tell me about the anunnaki all right so yeah like chariots of the gods eric von donikin um what i've actually uh yeah this the uh the Saigon conspiracy. So apparently, uh, Carl Carl's, Carl Sagan, uh, besides you know pushing the whole antenna SETI thing, apparently he was an ancient alien astronaut theorist who believed in that. But uh, you know some of those paperwork were suppressed because even though he was like the cool scientist at that time, was just sort of pushing the 
the whole SETI, the uh, search for intelligent uh, extraterrestrial intelligence out, you know, with radar dishes, even though I guess he didn't really believe that that was going to have much use. He, he thought that more so they were already here and there's things to find out. But I, I was been reading this book late, lately. So he was a he was one of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, uh, li- like you mentioned, tied into the the Sumerians and they're thought of as being this, the progenitors of of us that they seeded us that they and it's kind of mixed you said that they were like mean to us and all that and and yes that you know they've made us into a slave race but then they're also the gods the the men of renown that they were you know sort of like the demigods that they're you you mentioned that they were taller than most people that they Mm -hmm. were described as giants and you know bible and a lot of uh uh uh, his, uh, ancient books we'll talk about. So, so is, that where the giant, is that where the giant, that's where the giant conspiracies come from is from the Anunnaki? Yeah, that okay. they're Sumerians, uh, that even they're the, the Nephilim, the half ancient, the half alien, half uh, uh, human people were still, you know, more than people size. They were still bigger than us. They weren't quite immortal. Or it seemed like as this story goes on with that, that they, they became more human-like or their, their seeds do, they become less... Uh, you know, like the demigods is already a sort of, uh, you know, breakdown of the bloodline where that's like, yeah, you're still kind of strong and all that, but you're not going to be as, as immortal as your dad, who's like a god god. Uh, so yeah, a lot of those stories, you know, the uh, Gilgamesh and Hercules and things like that, they're these, they're, they're, they're freaking muscular because they're giants and all of that. Um, but then they always, they, they gave us the cool stuff too. They also like, yeah, they, they enslaved us, I guess, to, to work the gold mines, but they also gave us fire and they taught us agriculture and they taught us all these things. Architecture, you know. bronze. Yeah. Like yeah. That. So there's the two sides to it. Uh, the, the 10th planet thing, uh, what I know about it, I've, I've never gotten huge into it, but, but that, yeah, supposedly it's a, it's a planet that's, that's seems to always be on the opposite side of where we are so that we're, wherever we're spinning we can't quite see it because it's always on the opposite side of the sun but they're saying i know the theory behind it is like every ten thousand years or so we finally get to a point where we're like right next to each other and that's the point where either the anunnaki return because they're close enough now where they can just visit us and that's where there's cataclysms oh, where there's we're talking about we're talking about that. There's actually some rumblings that in the past three weeks, that's what all of this. Oh, this whole the sky stuff with New yeah. York. and yeah, 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 I was seeing some stuff there. Uh, but so there the, is. So that was like burned out because they would have a clear sight to the 10th yeah, they, the, they the planet. The forest on fires. Yeah, yeah, too. So they can not see that. So it's definitely interesting. You, so you heard that one too this past week? Yeah, I was seeing that on some of the social medias uh, whatever yeah some of the tiktoks and they were talking about this that it coincided with a solar event that there was like two suns in the sky or something like that and i don't know i didn't see anything in i'm in illinois i didn't see anything in our sky you know we, i don't have the haze but i feel like also i can never see anything in our skies it's just like there's everything's so blocked out anyway so wow yeah. yeah um but it's uh it's an interesting idea and there's some I mean, just like there's science that says that it's not real. There's, there, I, I've, I know I've read and I can't cite it word for word, but there's some research that where scientists say, well, actually, there's research due to how gravity pulls and blah, 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 blah. There's research that there's some unknown body of uh, space and that may be there out there that would explain why such and such is like this. Right. Um, so, uh, but yeah, the, the Aniaki, I mean, that's, that's them. Uh, the interesting thing I just want to hit on real quick, and I guess we'll do an ancient alien episode, is there's, um, 
there's this I, uh, i'd have to i wasn't prepared to talk about it there, there's basically like like a lineage of all the different kings that's listed on something in the in the sumerians and the, the interesting thing is the oldest ones are very much like ridiculous numbers where it's like oh this guy this guy reigned from you know he reigned for like 500 years and then this guy reigned for like 460 years and this guy reigned for only 30 years because he died but then this guy reigned for 200 years and then where it was just you know obviously longer than any, any of our lifespans but as they get further down the list it becomes more human-like where it's like this guy reigned for 10 years and this guy 15 years sure so there's you know like this the uh zachary and sitches will say well it's because they were they were extraterrestrials and they were they were more you know godlike at that point and as they got you know humanized and and they sort of passed the baton to like all right you know the the pharaohs if you will who were very much anunnaki giving it to the humans that the Reigns became, you know, more of you know what we would have. So that's more more of a human DNA instead of yeah, and you knock yeah lifespan right. yeah. So that's uh, I'll have so, to look up. So let while, while you're looking it up, there's uh also one more, and this is uh the Arc Arcturian aliens. Have you heard of the Arcturian aliens? Like King Arthur? Maybe well, I don't know. No, it's not like King Arthur. It's it's another blue alien. The Arcturians oh. are usually uh, four to five feet tall with large heads and blue skin. The rest of their bodies are highly uh, disproportionate. means that they're, they're smaller. So their head's a lot bigger than their body. These types of aliens are believed to be the most ancient race in the entire Milky Way galaxy. And they are considered to be very intelligent, experienced in innovation. And they're saying that these are the ones that are kind of like the watchers, if you will. And they're mm -hmm. kind of like just watching over all of these ancient uh, other ancient aliens and us and seeing like what we're going to do next. And they only intervene when they think that something bad is going to happen to the, to the galaxy. Okay. And that's the only time that they intervene. But so real quick, the uh, Sumerian thing I was talking about, it's called the Sumerian King list. So you can look it up. The Sumerian King, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, have a, Supposedly we'll, pre-flood there, the rains were a lot longer and then post flood, which ties into like things in the Bible or something, you know, where the people before Noah's flood were the Nephilim and the giants and things like that. And then the flood was to kill them. And so more human. So interesting, but yeah, Arterians. Yeah. So the Arterians are connected to the, the, the Simeon. And that is, um, this has been kind of like a, a, a newer thing that I've found at least, I don't know how old it is, but this the simian are is basically a collective energy of they're of the lights the, the light the, the, the light, light beings yes and that uh they're encouraging the evolutions of all worlds and species and they're what we're connected to and that's what what why these aliens are trying to help us is because we're the key humans are the key to mm -hmm. bring not only the earth to the next stage of evolution but the whole galaxy to the next stage of evolution is in this in this story and then they go into the avians, the the felines, the mantis, um, you know, uh, those are like, like uh, insect insectoid type. Uh, yeah, like the insecto, okay. and, they're, and they're in there. Those on my list, touch on. Yeah, they're they're involved, but they're not as uh, key players. They're just kind of like, mm -hmm. you know, a collective. Okay. They're, they're, they they okay. they they've, they've found them. Then there's the other ones that are, look like cats. You know, we just got two new cats. I think they're mm -hmm. spies. And now yep. they have the show. And then the avians are like bird like, and there's some say that owls. Are interdimensional yeah. beings and they're oh, the, the, owls, yeah. the watchers oh. and and then if you, the owls and bigfoot and ufos are always together whenever yeah whenever yeah. you see those three you, you see you see one you see three you know so if you see an owl 
look out for Bigfoot and some UFOs because it's right yeah, around the corner. The, the owls will come back in something I, I want to discuss um, okay. as well. Uh, but with the, the light uh, creatures and things like that, that's an, that's an interesting thing. If I can tell a, a little side story real quick. Absolutely. Yeah. So as a kid, I had a UFO encounter. Uh, the thing is, I was even before that, I was a UFO nut. I was reading all the books, documentaries about it. So I was very well prepping myself for seeing a UFO one day. So I guess what surprised me was how different it was from what I was expecting to see. I was very much like, ooh, flying saucers, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Cigar-shaped disc, right? Triangles, blinking lights, all of that. So one day I was in, I'll say I was in a little village. Uh, it's a, it's a sort of a Latino neighborhood. It's a very much a Latino neighborhood in Chicago. Kind of scary. Some parts of it. This part was, you know, so it was, uh, I was, I want to say maybe 12 to 14 at the time. I was with my cousin who's a little younger than me. We were, it was by 23rd and Sawyer. So if you do your research by where it's at, you're like, oh, what are you doing there? That's a dangerous neighborhood. Uh, was, so we were doing woodwork at my uncle's house who was in a wheelchair. We we're taking a lunch break. He gave us some money to go buy some ham and cheese down at the corner store, which is like a block and a half away. We went we went over there and we were on this busy street called Kedzie. So it was like Kedzie and 23rd. So it's not a place at all where you would think you're going to see a UFO, not a place you should see right. a UFO. We were walking right into the corner store. And then uh, uh, top left diagonal from us, there was a school there, not a big school, maybe one or two stories, two stories. On the roof was this light that was on top of it. It, it wasn't a perfect ball. It was just, it was hard to even explain. It just, it wasn't a spotlight at all. Like some people, was it a spotlight on school? Like, no, that's not even at all what. But this is during the day, right? Um, It was, no, it was, uh, it was sort of like five, six o'clock. So it was oh, okay, sort so of like dusk. darkness. Yeah, it was like dusk. And so it, it just, it when I looked at it, I didn't know how to describe it. It was, it looked like it was made of light, but it wasn't like bright, like blinding my eyes. There wasn't beams of light coming off of it, which is like the weirdest thing. It just looked like it was, it didn't look like it was something painted yellow. It, it was yellow, but it wasn't like a, like a disc manufactured in a alien sweatshop. It just was like the weirdest thing to me. It looked, it looked alive. It just looked like it, like it, it, I couldn't fit my mind around it being mechanical or something created by hands. It just looked like a living thing. And then we were so dumb because we don't speak Spanish. So we were like, should we tell someone? And we went in the store and we're like, you know, a lot of times, you know, you feel stupid. You're like, hey, I want this ham. Hamon, hamon, queso. And I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. Here's money. Just don't screw me over. But so we didn't tell anyone. We bought our ham and cheese because our uncle would get mad at us being in a wheelchair and like, why did it take so long? And so we just hurried up. We came out and it was gone. But what it did was it, it changed my perspective on what could be out there because it just was way different when I, so I you, so you saw this. You go, let me just be clear. You saw this. You go in. You're freaked out as you go in. You buy the ham and cheese. You come out. It's no longer there. Yeah, and no longer there. Yeah. And there's nothing and, in its place. Like there's no. No, nothing that even could have remotely even been make, there. Make that light or anything. Yeah. Okay. And it's a pretty busy street. So while we're looking at it, we're looking around and we're like, do cars see this? Do people see this? How come no one's reacting to this thing that's clearly and not? your cousin saw it too. Yeah, he saw it too. And we were describing the same thing of what we could describe. But yeah, it was just gone. It was, we didn't have phones. Um, it's one of those things where you wish you would have done things differently. But I think the, the language barrier and just being embarrassed to talk to strangers, uh, we didn't do it. We wouldn't even know, hey, you know, like point outside, right, you know, people right. were working. I, I, I don't even know what we'd done, but it was clearly gone and clearly not anything we've ever seen in that location again. But that's where 
like you know i talked about a thing called space jellyfish you know it's a story before there was nope with uh the key the heel guy i had a story about basically atmospheric creatures that what if some of these ufos aren't a vehicle what if they're a creature themselves there's there it's like a, a jellyfish that goes through our atmosphere and sometimes comes down and, and maybe it's part of the cattle mutilations maybe it's a creature feeding on it versus abducting it um you know something that can blend in in the sky and things like that so that so i had never really heard about that concept before but once i saw something that i thought of as living light i thought maybe it, it can be a creature so um so yeah, you, you're talking about the light beings. The light beings seem more uh, like, you know, I speak to you with my psychic powers and things like that. But as far as like the creature aspects of it, there's something called space rods, which are probably just bugs flying really close to the camera. But, you know, some people have, have said, oh, that's, you know, creatures that live in the sky. Um, there are some, uh, I think Charles Fort, uh, if you, he was like one of the first paranormal guys ever. Yeah, he, he, uh, there's still a publication called the 14 times. He, he published a story about this atmospheric phenomenon. So he alleged that, so it's not as popular as the grays or reptilians, but there's an idea out there that, yeah, some of these things may be living creatures and nope, that movie that just came out, I was like, damn it, they took my idea, but that sort of I yeah, mean, I mean, it popularized just, yeah. it, you know, more that, that, Hey, what <clears throat> is the idea of a UFO as an alien itself? But so yeah. that's another one. Maybe they're in the, maybe they're in the Galactic Federation too. If they're not eating everybody, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, I when I saw the Nope, I thought, I mean, I thought that was pretty. I, I it made me think of your script, one. But I, it, they, he did a really good job, I think, with kind of with the with the whole cloud cover, and yeah. you know, I, I thought that was that that was really cool because. I, I've uh, also been going down as I was looking at this through the wormholes of like about these UFOs, you know, being in plain sight and they're just hovering right above. And it's just they're right. They have like a like a cloaking device that makes them look like a cloud or whatever the case may be. And so, yeah, or just transparent. Really, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's a really cool story. I never heard that. You never told me that one before. That's I never told cool. you that story. That's where no. Space Jellyfish comes from. No, I never uh, heard that, man. I mean, I heard yeah. I've, I've read Space Jellyfish, but yeah, but that's uh, that's crazy. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's. So it just blew my mind. It just completely opened me up to, you know, a different type of phenomenon. You know, uh, I always thought aliens are just grays and was like, all right, ready to see one of those guys. But so opening me up to that, maybe life is even weirder than that. Sure. Sure. So as, as so that's about it with the the Galactic Federation and, and uh, the breakdown. And I'm sure that there's uh, varying and opposing views even on that subject. But from what I could find, um, it, it's it's way less than what i was able to find before you know they they used to have a lot more races um supposedly in this galactic federation that you were able to get access to and to find out about um and now it's just becoming harder and harder to find these things and and that's something kind of i want to talk about is is like kind of like the pizza episode is like yeah it's like okay this very well may be fiction but like why is this being scrubbed or or kind of just um squashed down if you will you know what i mean where it's it's just harder and harder to find if it's just this fictional fantasy why is it so hard to find you know and and it, as and is it for our own good that people are right. you know not allowed? it says yeah it says one of two extremes either there's something that they're worried about so let's scrub it or they think you're too dumb to process this dumb information about 
yet right. there's all this other stuff that's that's completely making you stupid and dumbing you down and maybe make you know like right. uh swallow these um tide pods like maybe we're not going to scrub that and we'll just continue to let idiots kids do that but okay. uh to think about critically about aliens or something like that oh, oh you're too dumb to figure that out so right so two extremes and kind of a slap in the face on either one i mean even if it's even if you don't believe in this stuff it shouldn't be uh i don't know um censored it, it just yeah. i'm i'm it's why 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 is this if you yeah. think it's a fantasy let it be a fantasy if you if you don't then and, and you think it's real and you know it's real why are you hiding it you know yeah so, so i'll say one person who does believe in it just to piggyback on the galactic federation so you you mentioned the israeli person who was talking about the galactic federation i think that's a haim ashed uh one of the higher ranking people who's ever come out in support of this galactic federation that exists and there's not that we're not just being visited uh by aliens but that they're here and that there's multiple yeah. species races is um and the, since eisenhower and since eisenhower this oh yeah the uh, yeah yeah right uh the uh ex-canadian minister uh, of, def of national defense uh, uh paul hellier He's come out on several uh, news cycles, publications, uh, part of this, um, uh, what's the D word? Disclosure, disclosure. Disclo yeah. uh, this part is this. So, so Paul Hellier, he's come out on several uh, news programs, publications as part of this disclosure program, stating that, yeah, that the Galactic Federation does exist and that not only are we being visited by aliens, but that they're, they, they are here and that there's several species that are visiting us. So uh, you can look him up. He's he's done the news rounds to stating that, yeah, what he's seen, he's seen evidence in his time uh, as being the National Defense Minister of Canada and that it's indeed happening. Yeah. And and more and more people are coming out that are high ranking officials saying, hey, this is why, why aren't we telling the, yeah. the, um, the population about this? So interesting stuff, man. I really think um, it's it's really interesting. I, I wanted to talk about every person that i've come across with this disclosure really thinks that these aliens come in peace and um and for who's the guy that does the documentaries that we that we that we want to watch or whatever there's oh, a it's, uh steven greer yeah steven greer comes out and says you know there's there's no evidence that these are hostile aliens that are coming at least into our into our uh knowing because if they were they they're, they're so technical technologically advanced technologically advanced that they would just destroy us if they really yeah, wanted to blow us away. Right. Yeah. Right. So, um, but that brings me into something I kind of want to tease for maybe a future episode, but maybe just talk briefly on it. Uh, project Bluebeam and the governments, the world governments trying to make it seem like these alien invasions uh, in quotation marks are hostile so that they can uh, in fact, just in turn have more control over the population and uh, kind of, go from there what do you what are your thoughts on that where they're using like holographic stuff to to kind of make uh like a, a far a, a far away from home the spider-man you know what i mean like if you oh the uh mysterio yeah mysterio kind of situation like that's the type of technology just to put it in yeah. to terms for people that have seen that movie and maybe not know maybe don't know about project blue beam what are your thoughts on project blue beam um, I think it's it's very interesting. I, I had I had heard about it for a long time, and I think maybe more so recently, it's starting to connect more uh, into like, oh, okay, that's what they're going um, going to going toward. Uh, one one thing I've heard about was uh, 
uh, Warner Von Braun. He was the the Nazi guy who was brought over from uh, a Nazi rocket scientist who was brought over uh, with Operation Paperclip to work on basically rockets and NASA. Uh, it's alleged by his niece, I believe. I was trying to find it. While I was mentioning this, but it was alleged by his niece that on his deathbed that he warned that uh, you're going to see certain things happen, uh, sort of end of the world stuff, but but certain fake cataclysms or, or fake events in order to usher in this one world government, this next stage of control and things like that. Uh, uh, talked about uh, just nonstop endless wars that we're going to be involved in, which we've seen uh, a war against terrorism, which kind of you can, yeah, never, goes you know, away. never goes away. Uh, I think he talked about <clears throat> first there'd be asteroids thing. Uh, and then there would be a faked alien invasion he mentioned. And he said that, you know, that, that it would not be, real because we we are the aliens or something like that um so this and then there's a famous quote by what's his name henry kissinger i believe henry kissinger let me pull that up fuck google man i swear it's it's getting bad man i i it's it's not even what it was used to be you can't even find stuff that actually happened like this yeah. is a real like this is some alleged stuff I have. Go duck go. Okay, found the Henry Kissinger quote. He was a he served as a United States Secretary of State, uh, diplomat, uh, national security advisor under Nixon, Gerald Ford. He had a quote that said, "Today, America would be outraged if UN troops entered Los Angeles to restore order. Tomorrow, they will be grateful." This is especially true if they were told that there were an outside threat from beyond, whether real or promulgated, that threatened our very existence. It is then that all peoples of the world will plead to deliver them from this evil. The one thing every man fears is the unknown. When presented with this scenario, individual rights will be willingly relinquished for the guarantee of their well-being granted to them by the world government. So I think that sort of summarizes exactly the Project Blue Beam, that if there were an event that happened, perhaps a fake alien that was invasion, orchestrated, real, that was yeah, orchestrated. we would yeah. be, we might be mad that yes, the UN or some sort of you know peace treatment force took over and militarized everything, but you know that we'd be willing to give up our rights, and we've seen that, we've seen that with, with COVID, we've seen that in post September 11 that we're we're willing to give up our rights for for security. And that we we've seen that people are willing to bash others who are like, no, I still want my rights. Don't be dumb. Like you idiot, take off your clothes at the uh, FAA and all that. Stick fingers in your butt, spread those cheeks, all that. You know where people are like, right. no. Um, so I think that's very telling. And yeah, I mean, if you want to usher in a world government, just make people fear that there's something else out there. And you know that's very much how it happened. Could happen. All right, start. I'm gonna get on a Starship Troopers rant, but. Starship it. Troopers, remember they're they're in another galaxy, very, 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 very far away, and we have advanced ships to get there, and we're going to the bug planets. So supposedly these bugs are shooting these uh asteroids out of their butts, basically. And there was this whole um remember there the terrorist attack that happened in like California, whatever, or like where Rico's uh, you know, oh the bugs, they shot asteroids and they they right. you know destroyed part of it, and now we're mad and we're gonna go to war against them some more, even though we were going to war. But if they're shooting asteroids out of their butt, it would take like light years to even get here. So more than likely, they were just asteroids that just hit Earth or these guys shot the asteroids into 
you know, it's a, a false flag. It's a false right? flag. Right. Yeah, because I don't believe the alien uh, bug asteroids got got that far. They're not like warp speeding it. They're just they just a shot out of your butt. They're just going butt speed. Okay, they're not time traveling butt rocks. So the Starship Trooper conspiracy. It was the freaking Federation that did it to create a that militaristic uh, culture in people. So I mean, that's kind of fake alien invasion too where we're, now we're out there looking for you know aliens you know to go to war against and maybe it's like they're not very advanced they're just bugs in on mars or something and now we're just, but we gotta you, we, yeah but we have to go kill them now right yeah we but watch uh, the bugs squash it was the such bugs. a great movie it, it was such a great movie uh, it was so from, understood from, at the time until you watch it a few times you're like holy crap this they're, is like they're, making fun of propaganda parroting propaganda yeah they're yeah. you know they're making fun of all that it's so yeah hey well i think that wraps up this episode we can talk more about blue beam in a in a future episode because i think that is kind of needs its own little half hour 45 minutes there but i think yeah uh the the galactic federation guys that's that's uh interesting stuff you can go to uh, duck duck go if you want to find it google's been a pain in the ass lately uh but uh yeah. can still, you can still find it out there on some okay. youtube and and stuff like that and just start uh making your own little uh entries into your into your log of the different type of aliens and you know as as we go through the tiktoks and the instagram reels and all that stuff and categorize these these types of aliens but uh interesting stuff whether you believe it or not so again another theory of conspiracy you can follow us over at uh, instagram at the theory of conspiracy uh Rolando, where where can they find you yeah instagram uh row r-o-l-e underscore lando l-a-n-d-o and probably on the other stuff but mainly the gram there gotcha and you can find me on tiktok or the instagrams uh at uh, bad underscore yeti and that's uh, where you can find me guys so until next time uh you know have a healthy distrust and uh anything else from you Rolando? nope stay healthy and stay weird all right sounds good talk to you later guys bye